What is up, everybody? It's Ethan, and we are back here for another episode of Ethan's Angle. You guys, this one's going to be sick because we're going to do a little something that we're calling Ask Ethan today. So as you guys know, this is kind of my main channel where we talk about entrepreneurship, the hustle, and just the grind of growing a business and overall just documentation of growing my business and everything I'm learning along the way. So yeah, we got some questions out queued up here. I got my wonderful little admin, Kenny. What up, Kenny? What up, guys? <laughs> She's going to be asking the questions today. Um, if you're watching on YouTube, what is up? If you're on the pod, hello. And uh, yeah, it's going to be really fun. So let's jump right into it. Kenny, what's our first question? Okay, let's start with what will you never compromise on with your business? Yeah, I think for me, a couple things that come to mind immediately, or just I would say the main thing that comes to mind immediately is probably kindness. Um, I think one thing that's really important for me is that everyone within my business and the way, even the way that we interact with our vendors or especially our customers or just anything that we do, just doing right by the other people and like treating people really well. Um, like I've even had recently in like the last year, a couple people come into my business like that have worked for me that just haven't been nice, like straight up period, haven't been nice. And ultimately, like, you know, they had to go. But I think it's really important because I think it's really important because business, I think, is a long game. I think if you're playing for the long game, meaning like business is kind of a forever game. This is not like a sport that ends in a couple of years. This is this this sport of business goes on for forever. And so it's a good idea to be nice to people along the way, because I think that stuff catches up to you. So I think what would I never compromise on is everyone being nice to each other within the company and never putting like, you know, like aggressive results in front of like just making each other feel good. doesn't mean that we are not going to get our stuff done, but I think for me, it's just really important. I think we will get the most done if everyone's being nice to each other and maybe like in the short term, sometimes you can be a little less productive if, if you're not, it, or just if you're finding a way to be kind in every single situation. But I think in the long term, it will be the most productive way. I think another thing is always making sure that we're giving enough value for the things that we're charging for. Like, I always want to feel really good about, you know, something that I'm charging a customer money for. They should be getting plenty of value in return. They should be getting 60% of the value where we're getting 40 for the money. So I think that's really important. It kind of goes along with the kindness thing. It's just like doing right by everyone, doing right by employees, doing right by customers, doing right by everyone we interact with. It's a long game. And I think all of that stuff ultimately catches up to a business person. So yeah, I think uh, being nice and doing right by other people, best business strategy that I wouldn't compromise on. Yeah, for sure. I agree with all of that. Definitely makes a difference, especially kindness. I feel like it sets a tone. You're kind, like it, dude. <laughs> no, I was just going to say that. I feel like it sets a tone when, because I've worked in the shop before, mm -hmm. but to have you come in or any corporate come in and set a kindness tone, even if you're stressed out, that is contagious to the entire company and yeah. everyone on the floor. Yeah. Positivity is infectious. It's infectious. Okay. How does your business look different now versus when you first started? Yeah. Um, I actually talk about this a lot. When we first started, we were pretty much a, 
as far from a product standpoint, I would say we were a less good version of our competitors. We were buying our cookies from like a wholesale bakery, reselling them. We had drinks that we were just like, you know, weren't really tested, but were just popular ones from other shops. From that, from a product perspective, it really was nothing like to write home about. It wasn't like crazy, crazy good. But what it was good and what it still is good with now is the experience. So customer service being a priority, free popcorn with every order, just going the extra mile for the customer. That's always been a standard at Thirst. But I think what really looks different now is the product. So I think you can you can definitely win on just like being better in customer service, being better with the experience. And I think that's kind of the top level, right? Like people will pay for an experience over everything. But it only puts fuel to the fire if your products are way better as well. So since we started, you know, seven years in now, now we have things that set us apart even more than the customer service, even more than that amazing experience and the free popcorn, all that stuff. Talking about fresh baked soft pretzels from scratch. That's our thing that's different than everyone in the industry. People have tried to copy it and failed. Beignets that we make from scratch. Cookies that we bake fresh every single morning. Like, we're not just you know, prepackaged cookies that we're handing out and trying to get them through the line as fast as possible. We're like, the product is incredible now and it just puts fuel to the fire of the experience that I think was already better and the customer service. And so, you know, not saying that we don't make huge mistakes. We definitely do. We're constantly doing that and we're always trying to fix it. I think is really important too. But what looks way different is, you know, not the, not the focus on customer experience, not the focus on customer service and going the extra mile. That'll always be the same. But I think it's important in business to do something different. Just do something different than your competitors. Like literally, what are you doing that's different than, than the competitor? Because if you're trying to do the exact same thing and just do it a little better, yeah, you can do it, but it only puts fuel to the fire if you literally have something that's better and tangibly different. And so... That's what we've been focusing on with the product over the last like four years, I would say. And it's put a lot of fuel to the fire. So I think it's kind of what we're known for now. And that's one of the main things that's changed for sure. For sure. The next question is, and you kind of already answered it, but how do you set your business apart from others in your industry? Is it just product or is it experience? Yeah, I think it's definitely the experience is one for sure. Definitely the product's one for sure. But if I was to go another route, I would just say like, the pure hustle and effort. Like whether it's a comment that we get, we reply instantly. Whether it's, you know, like a new weekend feature every single weekend, a new drink of the week every single week. We're always doing no new promos and rolling new things out. We're always doing events, like just trying harder than other people, like out hustling other people. You don't like I think a lot of businesses sometimes like, oh, what do I post about? Or like, what are some new things that we can do to like bring people in? Well, do stuff, like try harder. Like it's a lot of work to do a new feature every weekend. It's a lot of work to put out a new drink of the week. It's a lot of work to throw all these events at the stores. But that's ultimately like what is the main thing that makes Thirst different is we're trying harder than everyone else, I would say, in a lot of ways. I mean, respect all the competitors. I think everyone's trying, but like to really focus on doing extra things outside of just the normal business that you know is expected of from the customer like going the extra mile and doing all these things like i was saying promos weekend features drinks of the week 
loyalty clubs, like all of these things that were like trying new things, testing, trying, testing, trying, roll out a new app, you know, like just holding, throw an event at one of the stores, try NFTs, like all of these different things are things that make thirst different. It's just the hustle, the hustle of just working harder and, you know, just finding new ways to bring more value. I think it's really, really important. So yeah, in addition to the product, in addition to the experience, just the pure work ethic that we're trying to put out. And I think customers feel that too. Like when we're on the story asking how we can be better, um, I think that goes a long way. So I would say that's one of the main things that makes us different. That's awesome. What qualities do you think every entrepreneur should possess as an individual? Um, I would say... one of the main things would be like not needing to maybe just overall like patience and thick skin, like patience and thick skin. Like there's a lot of times where I feel like, you know, in my mind, I'm like, I know someone's talking to me and I'm like, I know, you know, why, what they're saying either is not right or like a better way to do that thing or, you know, or customers maybe like feeling, I'm feeling like they're being like a little bit entitled or, you know, just all these different like relationships and like communications that you have, like you literally always have to take the higher road. I think that's one of the the main things. Cause if you don't, then it's just going to slow down the progress of the business. You might get that self like gratification for a second, but I think it's overall the biggest quality you have to have is thick skin patience, like putting yourself second to the business, second to others. Again, not saying I nail this every time for sure, but I think if you can do that and put the what's best for the business, best for your employees, best for the customer in front of that need that you want in that second to say that thing, to do that thing, you know, to call that person and be mad about that thing, like mm, that might feel good for a second, but in the long run, that it's not going to play out in the favor for the success of the business. And so I would say that I would say patience. I would say like putting ego aside i would just say like always putting what's best for the business and that could mean a bunch of different things like i was just talking about in front of these like immediate gratification needs that you have that's something i work on all the time yeah and i feel like that just goes along with what you were saying about being nice in the company and yeah and running a business for yourself and it just really yeah putting that putting that in front of like the need or like desire because everyone has a desire to like just let's just like talk about getting mad as an example like for an example like if one of the stores is just like just just shitting the bed just like doing something like the lines moving slow and like we made it so clear that you know you have this amount of staff and then you move, move in line this way and it's just not happening Ooh, everything in me wants to call that manager or go into that store and be like what are you guys doing what are you guys doing but that's not the right move. It's not going to make anyone feel good. It's not going to put, it's not going to progress the business faster. Now, I'm not saying don't address it, but you know, a more appropriate way would be, you know, let the situation fizzle down and then move your, or have that meeting with that, that manager or that team and be like, Hey guys, here's some stuff you were doing. Awesome. But here's some stuff we really got to work on and here's how we can do it. So I think that's going to be like, a hundred times more effective than going in hot and just like feeling that need for a second, even though you really, really want to, it's not going to be the best move long term. Yeah, I agree. Um, what do you look for when outsourcing or hiring? Is this final question? Final question. 
what do I look for in outsourcing hiring? So I don't really do that much outsourcing, but if I was talking about hiring, I've actually been thinking about this a lot. What do I look for in hiring? And I've talked about it with some of my team a lot is, because I've hired a lot of people in the last seven years, like probably thousands actually of people. Um, yeah, definitely thousands, especially with management positions. Um, I think a lot of the times I found myself spending way too long trying to make the right decision about it where I'm like, Oh, like, is this person like this? Or is this person like this? When really in an interview, everyone is literally their best selves. They're putting down a reference of the person that's going to tell you the best thing about them. They are literally putting on the best show that they possibly can put together. So it's almost stupid to try to judge them off of a interview. I think more so what I try to, you know, look for when hiring is really just use my intuition and is this person a nice good person are they going to be able to take feedback are they seem like a hothead do they have like any weird red flags right off the bat but other than that it's kind of just slow and almost like egotistical to think that you're going to be able to make the right move and like do some kind of type of deep research on someone to figure out like whether or not like they're going to be the perfect candidate for the position you literally have no idea you're always going to be guessing and I think the best move is to pick one and adjust quickly if it's not working for sure. Like I'm, I'm, I've hired so many managers in the last year that are key roles that are running key parts of the company and they're shoved so much responsibility. And like, you know, you try to think you can make the right read and right decision on someone. I don't think that that's the case. I think it's a better move to give them a chance and give full trust right off the bat. Like, you know what? I've got a good feeling about you. Like, you seem like a nice, genuine, good person. Go for this. And if it's not working, I'm be honest with you. I'm going to quickly make an adjustment. And I've been trying to be more upfront about it. Like, literally saying that. I said this with the most recent manager I hired. Like, look, like, this is a huge position. And, you know, I, I, don't really know if you're going to be perfect for it or not. I, you know, you seem great. You seem like an honest, good person. I'm just going to be level with you. I'm going to give you full trust right off the bat. That's the way I roll. And if it's not working, I'm going to adjust quickly. I'm going to adjust quickly. And I hope that you can respect that, but I'm going to give you a ton of trust. I think that's the quickest way to grow. I think it's the smartest way to grow because you're never going to know otherwise. And um, yeah, I just feel like giving, just using your intuition and kind of guessing and giving full trust right off the bat rather than like slowly letting people earn it like you know like little by little I think that's slow I think it's egotistical I don't think it works I don't think it's the best way to grow so very much recently I'm like okay use my read use my intuition I kind of look at their resume not really talk to them though like I've and intuition is a thing too I mean Kenny you were here for an interview that I was doing or like I think even you kind of picked up like, mm, that person might be kind of like a hothead, like yeah. underneath the cover a little bit. Like yeah. sometimes you can know, um, but, and so like you do use your intuition. I'm not saying you just straight up guess, but if they seem like a genuine, good, nice person, I'm going to give them full trust. And then I'm going to tell them up front, Hey, if this doesn't work, I'm going to have to let you go pretty quick, but no hard feelings. Cause just letting you know, I'm going to give you everything up front. And uh, if it doesn't work, it doesn't work. Yeah, that's awesome. Just giving people a chance, but also knowing by your intuition whether or not you think yeah. it'll work. Yeah. Okay, I actually have one last question. What? 
what are you sipping on? In That's this a good podcast? question. Okay. Um, I've actually been making this Red Bull cocktail, as I've been calling it lately. This actually hits different. Okay. Ready for this complicated recipe? You're going to yeah. go normalize, which is just under half, Joey. Um, and then you're going to take two Red Bulls, one yellow, one original, and pour original. them both in. And that's the only drink it is. But you got to have the yellow and the original. For some reason, I don't know what it does with the chemicals of the Red Bull, but gives a little extra kick. It tastes insane. And uh, it's Red Bull cocktail. That's awesome. What <laughs> store did you make that at? West Jordan. That's there morning. you go. All right, guys. That's five. Thanks for listening to Ask Ethan, another episode of Ethan's Angle. Uh, we want questions from the audience for next time. So go hit me up on Instagram, Ethan from Thirst. I'm going to be posting um, some question stickers about it. And um, so you can drop a question or just DM, drop a comment, whatever it may be. We want to answer all kinds of entrepreneurship questions or just whatever questions. But specifically, as you guys know, the content is about growing the business and just learning as I go. Like, honestly, I don't think I have all the answers for all these questions at all. But this is the stuff that I'm seeing and I'm learning along the way. And. Appreciate all you guys listening. Have a happy day.